It's July 29th, 2015, and welcome to the first episode of the 2016 season of What's in a Candidate. This is episode 7, ever. Ever. And I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And this is the show where we introduce you and then take you deep into the minds of your presidential candidates. We've had a, we've had a bunch, like just our history, our six past episodes, we have had president, I would say, but it's only been president. And, oh, well, then, the show only started in 2008. That's true. And we had, but we had Barack then, we had yes. McCain, we had Hillary. Yep. It was a great set of interviews. Really good season. Could not have asked for a better season. No, because then we get season two and then we get, what, we have Paul Ryan because we thought, man, we have McCain, but yep. Palin would have been so much she better. She would, she, in hindsight, she would have. She would have been great. That whole Mavericks thing was really doing it for them and for me. Yeah, it was, it, but we, we ended up getting... Yeah, Ryan. that was sort of the season of substitutes. Yeah, uh, John Wolf Jr. That yeah, really, not a not a candidate. Nope. No, in standing in for incumbent President Barack Obama, who was too busy. Well, that was John Bryson to come on the show. Well, that's who was standing in. Right. Yeah. No, I know it's hard to keep the name straight. Too many Johns yeah. that season. Yeah, and uh, oh, sorry, you're right, John yeah. John, John Wolf Jr. That's that's my bad. Yeah, here I am. John, John Wolf Jr. was. The, yeah. the Dem- Democrat who ran against yeah. Obama. Obama yeah, saying, from Tennessee. Uh, really interesting guy, yeah, I have to say. He might have been my favorite interview that year. Yeah, uh, the last one's always the best one. You know, it really is. But I feel like it's going to change today. Oh, mm-hmm. you're excited. I'm really excited. Yeah, I mean, we uh, we dusted off uh, all this recording equipment a lot earlier. A lot earlier. This election cycle than normal. And my thoughts were, once the Senate passed the bill... Uh, Senate Bill three three thousand four hundred sixty eight three four six eight yeah which in essence eliminated completely the age requirement for president yeah I just worried that amazing it it's the there's so many candidates we weren't going to get who I think is going to be the best Republican candidate out there and I'm not talking well, I'm not, not talking Trump let's not spoil it too much okay we'll we'll introduce our guests right. in a bit. But I do want to talk some more about this this Senate bill. Now, this was sort of a surprise. It was introduced as as a writer to a larger set of of basically agro bailout bills. Correct. You know, finally, we've been able to bail out banks. It's about time we feed people. Yeah, it's Uh, important. But at the same time, uh, no one really talked a lot about this. But we we removed age limits for most politically held positions in the country. And although we already had a, a huge swath of Republican candidates that I think would be, will be, would be, would be. really exciting to talk to. We've got Trump yep. running his mouth. Yep. We've got Chris Christie. Uh, He's also running his mouth. That's absolutely true. And, uh, you know, we're still working on getting through to his people to set up an interview. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I think all the, the phone calls are stuck on a bridge somewhere. Mm. Mm. And, uh, of course, Martin O'Malley. Yep. Local boy. Yeah, local boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, local boy who's played a big part in our local politics. Uh, yeah. It would be really nice to get in him, uh, get him in here to talk about some of his choices. Yeah. Uh, but, of course, none of those folks are here today. None because whatsoever. they are, uh, in a sense, uh, not newsworthy. No, nope. they're actually campaigning super hard. Oh, sure. Yeah. They're on the road. They're on definitely on the road. But we do have. Do you want? Yes, I do. We have Kevin O'Mug. He is the first person to actually jump into the candidate pool at the ripe old age of twelve. That's right. 
Twelve. Twelve, Twelve years. One, two. I mean, we're talking actual kid president, possibly, which is exciting. It could be. You know I have my doubts. Yeah. I, I was one of the few people who wrote in against the Senate bill. Yeah, but it was the first time that the Senate and the House all agreed. Bipartisanship was strong. It was great. Uh, well, wait a minute. We uh, we haven't read the, the bio. God, you would think we only do this every few years. <laughs> Uh, so, yes, we've got, uh, joining us in the studio after the break will be Kevin O'Mug, mm-hmm. a 12-year-old Republican candidate from Pennsylvania. Yep. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Having a hard time getting to your lemonade stand? Sick of getting rides from mom to soccer games? Don't you just want to ride alone? Wheels for Kids is your chance to hit the open road slash sidewalk by the clean electric energy of 15 AA batteries. Get yours at Toys R Us, now in convertible. All right, and welcome back to What's in a Candidate, episode seven, our very first of 2016. Yeah. Yeah. And we are honored, humbled, and grateful to have into the studio with us today, the very youngest U.S. presidential candidate in history, Kevin O'Mug. Hey. Hi, Kevin. Hi. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for coming. Oh, thanks Appreciate for having me. Appreciate you being here. It's, it's really good to, to have the, the young people. We talk about how the, the youth is the future of this country, and you are actually going to be able to make a difference, if elected, uh, right away, to really show what the youth of this country is, is all about. Yeah, I'm excited. Now, Kevin, although the law allows you to hold office, almost any office in the land, you're still not old enough to vote. How does that make you feel as a candidate? I still think it's um, ridiculous because we are people too. We deserve to be able to vote, even though we have no idea what it means. That's great. Yeah. I. It's rare that you see a youth that's so motivated to be a part of the political process. It's, well, I mean, have you run for any office in school? Like student council president. No, I raised my hand and I never got picked. Okay, well, there you go. Well, so already some experience in the, the, the politics, really, of, uh, of politics. Yep. That's excellent. Yeah, so well, what was that like to, to actually be... You, you nominated yourself by raising your hand. Yep. Who, who made the final pick? Were, was it the people, the, the, your classmates, was it... No, it was just the teacher picked two random people. Now, see, do you, do you see oh. the problem here? Is that, just like Kevin's saying... The youth should be allowed to vote. We That's have right. an adult voting to pick a student to, to or in this a, in this case appointing appointing. Not, not even if it's one adult making a decision. That's not a democracy. No, that is definitely at least a monarchy. At least, at least. Sorry, we're we believe very strongly in democracy, and it's very easy to get us oh, riled I pre- up. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. All right. So uh, before we get into too many questions. We would like to give you space to tell us about yourself and about your candidacy. What platform and uh, or or points of uh, your platform do you think are going to be most important this election year? I think I'm going to be most important with the fact that we are going to have a different type of president like Barack Obama was the first black president. And I'm hoping I could be the first kid president. But what exactly are you going to... To be running for it, like is is there like a specific need, want that you see this country having a problem that you want to fix? I think that younger people 
children should get more appreciated and be able to vote and have more freedom in this country. What kind of freedoms? Um, like driving and, you know, stuff like that. I see. So so you're interested in lowering the driving age. Yes. Uh, do you have a sense for, like, what is your, your goal? We all know that campaign promises change once you get into yeah. office. So, so let's just say, you know, what's your aspirational goal? Well, better country, more freedom, basic and, politics stuff. And drivers who, drivers who that, are age. Yeah, we're also going to try to manufacture cars that be a little bit easier for younger people. Right. Most cars, of course, are designed for adult-sized bodies. Our first model is available at Toys R Us. Wow. So yeah, you're already working with some manufacturers. Yep. Who are you working with? Wheels for Kids. Wow. That's a that's a great organization. Yeah. Yeah, Wheels for Kids, of course, for those uh, listening who may not know, is uh, one of the subsidiaries of uh, Power Wheels. Yep. Yeah. Which I believe is owned by Mitsubishi. I believe that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. interesting. A new uh, road-rated kid-sized car. Now, um, it seems like one of the strongest planks of your platform is going to be more freedoms for kids. Yep. Including the ability to drive. Are there other areas in, in your life as a kid that you're hoping you'll be able to bring some improvements to when you're president? Well, maybe actually getting a real job and not just mowing grass. So that would be a big improvement. I see. I see. So you have work experience as, as a lawn care specialist. Yes. Wow. Okay. And how, how long have you done that? A couple of years. Nice. So since you were 10. Yeah. Wow. Are you doing that license through the state or? Around my home country. Around your home country? Yep. America. Okay. America. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. Right. And actually, Jonathan and Kevin, you both bring up a great point. As a young entrepreneur in the lawn care specialty business, you must face a lot of discrimination from people who believe that businesses can only be run by adults. Yeah, we do. We don't get paid that much. Like they give us like five dollars so you can so we can buy like a candy bar or something. And I just think you work at a coffee shop, you get like twenty twenty or so bucks a day. And I think that we should be paid more. And we should be just appreciated more and maybe get more jobs for kids and just like helping out at yard sales or mowing lawns, making lemonade. Absolutely. All right. So job creation expanding into a whole new market of unemployed, one that's not represented in most of our statistics, no. I have to say. That's great. So can you tell us a little bit about your campaign itself? How are you financing this campaign? I am financing this campaign from uh, money my mom gave me nice oh very good yep so very grassroots it's about yep. the people closest to you who believe in you and believe yes. that you can do this i saw some of your videos on youtube i see that you're trying to utilize some of the free market opportunities that you have whether it be through social media or youtube are you feeling that you you can find ways to get your name out there without having to spend so much money yeah, I think so. We could, like, fly a plane around the sky with a banner on the back that says, Vote for Kevin O'Mug. And, or just hang up posters, have kids with signs running across the street. I see. So really putting that new workforce to work. Yes. Interesting. I Yeah, I'm, I have to say, 
I'm very heartwarmed and sort of drawn to your desire to do this in a very grassroots and old school way, as opposed to, like most new candidates, latching on to social media, piling onto Facebook, uh, trying to catch people whenever they're online, uh, spamming their inboxes. We are doing that too. Okay. We have the youngest one spamming the inboxes. Oh, interesting. And how, how young would you say your youngest campaign workers are? Two or three digits. Tap a button a couple oh. times. Each tap goes to the next person. Tap goes to the next person. Pretty simple um, system, but works like a charm. Yeah. Wow, that's great. Yeah, you must have some really good designers in your organization. Yep. Uh, well, let's see. We're about out of time for this segment. Yep. So before we go to break, and uh, after which we'll come back, of course, with our audience questions. Yes. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to tell us about your campaign or yourself? Well, I just hope this campaign works out so we kids can get the appreciation we deserve. And hopefully I can get some more money to help spread the word some more. Get more kids on social media. Yeah. Yep. Spam that button away. There you go. We're trying to design it to be more like a puzzle. So it even helps the brains of the younger workers. Wow. Workforce development. There it is. You heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Uh, we're joined in the studio by Kevin O'Mug. Stay tuned. After the break, we will be answering, sorry, excuse me, we will be asking, and, and he'll he be will answering. be answering your questions. My fellow Americans, it's time for the youth of America to be appreciated and respected. New jobs are on the way, like personal window washer, stronger border protection, because this nation is strong but welcoming. America, believe in yourself and just do it. Vote Kevin O'Mug. That's Kevin O-M-U-G-G-E. Paid for by the parents of Kevin O'Mug. You're doing so well, sweetheart. I'm Kevin O'Mug, and I approve this message. Okay, and welcome back to What's in a Candidate, Episode 7. We're joined here in the studio by Kevin O'Mug. The youngest, not just Republican, but the youngest presidential candidate in U.S. history at age 12, Republican from Pennsylvania. And it's now time to answer our audience questions. Yes. So the first question we have here is from Guy T 73 He's uh, he's wondering about your stance on immigration currently. Uh, specifically, the question is, how are you going to protect the borders, if anything, and do you feel that immigrants are taking away jobs from hardworking Americans? Well, the first question with border control, we will have more security at all the lines of the borders. And, yeah, we'll improve a bunch on that. And for the second question, I don't think they're taking jobs because we are welcoming anybody in this great country of America. And we are actually trying to get more jobs so that because we're going to need we're going to have a ton more people since the kids are will be getting jobs too if i get elected all right what what do you feel about uh the immigration process do you feel it's too too long or do you feel it's uh just the right amount of time do you have any thoughts on the current immigration uh process i think it's just the right amount of time okay Okay. Great. All right. We have a Twitter question here from School Sucks. Uh, writes in from New York State. 
Kids don't have freedoms of expression in schools or at home. How will you run campaign while living in police state? Well, I have the support from my friends and family. And this one guy that I met at a coffee house. So I'm pretty sure I will get enough followers to help me do this. And all the kids in America. Great. So I don't think that'll be a problem. So you're not you're not worried about, for example, getting expelled from school or suspended I over your political not stances. I'm worried about getting expelled from school because I will be homeschooled in the White House if I get elected. Ah, okay. Yeah, that that brings me to a related question. How are you planning to balance school and the campaign for the next year? You've got. Uh, it's July 2015 now. You've got almost 18 months from here to Election Day. Uh, what are you going to do about... I'm sorry, what, what grade are you in? Uh, I am going into seventh grade. Right. But I still have a month of summer left, so I'm not really worried about school right now. Okay, fair point. <laughs> that is a great answer to that one. All right, next question. Uh, yeah, so I have uh, Jill Ion 88 She's wondering about your thoughts on minimum wage. Uh, a lot of the big businesses right nowadays are com- uh, worried about raising minimum wage so uh, they would have to put more money out to their employees. They're saying that they're going to cut jobs. They're going, people are going to lose jobs. What, what are your, uh, your take on the current minimum wage? Do you feel like it should be higher? Do you think it's great where it's at? Uh, where, where do you see a living wage at? Like how many dollars per hour? Well, I think it's going to be challenging to pick a minimum wage because we're going to have lots of new employees. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking maybe we should heighten it by a dollar and 50 cents. Bringing it to $13 and 50 cents. Okay. Great. And that would be a federally mandated minimum? Yes. All right. That's a, that's a good wage. Solid answer. Yeah. Yeah. Raising the minimum wage. Uh, okay, let's see. We've got a question here from Twitter. Kelly O. Muggs from Pennsylvania asks, Why are you such a, a duty head? I thought we filtered these questions. Oh, no. Anyway, a personal attack from, it looks like another O. Muggs. Do you have a sister? Yes, I do. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. how, how do you respond to that sort of mud-flinging criticism this early in your campaign? I answer back with a simple question. Actually, I know it's a statement. Okay. No, you're a doo-doo mug. Wow. Wow. Strong words. Yeah, indeed. Well, it sounds like there's some history there, so no surprise. It's a good stance. This is the kind of sounding off you'll hear on our show. I mean, this is what we're about. We want to get to the heart of what matters to these candidates. So thank you. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. So uh, I have one more question. It's from Char Star Power. Uh, energy. It's a big thing nowadays. Uh, do you see us in your presidency still relying much on foreign oil and also uh, oil here in, in the United States? Or do you see us going to uh, renewable, reusable energies such as solar power, wind power, um, maybe a hamster on a wheel? I'm, my idea still hasn't passed the local. Senate. This is why we do a politics podcast. Yes. Yeah. I, will, I will think about your idea. I could pro- we could probably figure out how to genetically modify a giant hamster, make a big mm-hmm. wheel. Cool. Wow. Yeah. So, but do you do you feel that you will be able to get 
us away from foreign oil and I've, oil in general? I think we should. We would still be using a little bit of it, but we're going to be moving more on renewable energy, like you said, solar panels and windmills and whatnot, hydroelectric power. All right. Wow. So a candidate that believes in resourceful energy use is rare for a Republican candidate. Yes, very which, much so. Which tends to lean towards uh, burning up all the fossil fuels mm-hmm. they can get their hands on. Interesting. All right. Well, that's it for uh, audience questions. Before we let you go, and I, I just want to thank you again for joining us today. Uh, what is your message to the American people? My message to the American people is believe in yourself and just do it. Folk have no mug for president. All right. Very inspiring words from your youngest presidential candidate ever, 12-year-old Kevin O'Mug. Kevin, thank you so much for joining you, us Kevin. today. Appreciate it so no much problem. for coming in. Thank you, thank you for having me. All right. We're going to take a quick break, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll be back to wrap this up. Jonathan, that was, I think, a really great kickoff to the 2016 season. Yeah, I told you. Uh, not having, having been a fan of the Kid President character on YouTube and then finding Kevin O'Mug just deep buried into the candidate pool that's currently there. I think we are on the verge of finding what can change this country. Well, I can tell you one thing. It's certainly going to be a very interesting election cycle. Very much so. But, but I mean, if you listen to some of his answers, they were very concise. No, I, I threw the curveball question about energy after he was discussing mm. the whole idea of yeah. creating a car uh, business for the younger kids that's when he lowers the, the driving age. Right. So... Fossil fuels at the moment are, are important, and he didn't just say, I'm going to get rid of them. It was, we'll use a little bit, because you have to keep that business growing. Yeah, interesting. Trying to remain non-threatening yep. to uh, big oil interests and big car interests. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's great. But also, I mean, hydroelectric power, and he's, and he's willing to take my idea and find ge- genetically altered and enhanced hamsters. Like, well, we he, could... he did seem awfully open to that idea. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to see how that plays with voters. All right, who do we have on next week? Uh, I believe right now, currently, we have Bernie Sanders. Uh, oh, excellent. Yeah, coming out. He, he's, we're still in talks, uh, but I, I think he's excited. I've also heard that we may possibly try to get the designer of the Donald Trump hat to oh, come in. I lovely. think that would be a really... I'm, I'm Is that, in, that. In, as a stand-in for Donald Trump himself, I assume? Yeah, Donald assume doesn't want to have anything yeah. to do with us. Amazing. We must yeah. we must be the only microphone he doesn't want to talk to. We are actually. Uh, well, and also a few few newspapers and such. Uh, we're we're not big enough yet, I think, in his view. But if it well, if it wasn't for us. tell that to our listeners, right? I know, right? You know, we perform a critical service here. I, I believe so. That's Donald Trump for you. Vote, right. vote Kevin O'Mug. He he really appreciates you. Hey, well, we don't we don't say one no. way or the other. We're completely impartial here on what's in a candidate. And oh, we, who are you like? We will remain so. Yes, we present the facts and the candidates as they are in depth so that you, the listener, may make your own decisions. Well, that wraps it up for another episode of What's in a Candidate. We thank you all for listening. And until next time, we hope you found who you're voting for. This episode of What's in a Candidate was brought to you by Wheels for Kids and the campaign to elect Kevin O'Mug. 
We'd like to thank our producers, The Throwing Lobsters. Music for What's in a Candidate is provided by Skies and Chaos. Check out their album on iTunes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you all at the polls.